Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's a beautiful summer day. At least, at least the day that I'm doing the show is. Whatever day you hear this, I hope it's a beautiful day. It's summer in Idaho. is beautiful, and usually in the morning, it's always beautiful. Sometimes in the afternoon, we have thunder showers crop up. But you know what? I love Idaho. Oh, a few Sunday mornings ago, I think back on the what date was that? Oh, somewhere around the 17th. Yes, it was Father's Day. On the 17th, it was really a rainy, rainy day, and it was dismal. And I told our church, this reminds me of being back in Vancouver, Washington for nine years, because it was always dismal. I just, I mean, summers were good, but every time, every other time is rainy and drizzly and overcast. And Idaho, it's great weather. I love Idaho. I think Idaho has some of the best weather in the nation. I mean, other than, you know, Arizona sunny all the time, other than the monsoons, but way too hot. Idaho is just wonderful. Hey, let's pray. Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for all you do. Thanks for those listening. Oh, God, we love you. We love you, and we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to a cross for us, that we could have a life and have it eternal. Bless this day and all we do. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, God does not want us to turn our obstacles into opportunities. God wants to see us through those obstacles. Every one of us has obstacles in our life. Every single one of us. He wants us to turn things around in our lives and get a grasp on the importance of living for him. Living for him and putting your faith in him alone. The USA Today published a survey a few years ago that uh, said some things about how people feel about life. And this is what the survey said. These are a percentage of Americans who say these things. They asked, how many Americans need more fun in their lives? 68% said they did. How many need longer vacations? 67% said they did. How many often feel stressed? 66%. How many feel time is crunched? 60%. Of course, that causes stress too, doesn't it? How many want less work and more play? 51%. About half. That's interesting. How many feel pressure to succeed? About 49%, about half again. How many feel overwhelmed? Just a little less than half, 48%. So 52% do not feel overwhelmed, but 48% do. Those are pretty large percentages of people who are obviously feeling the pressures of life. See, God really wants us to turn things around and especially give our fears and our doubts to Him. God wants you to succeed. The question is, do you? Do you want to succeed? Do you want to be a success? Or are you one who just wants to coast? I use that term a lot because I see it a lot. People just want to coast through life. Your attitude many times reflects who you are. If you think you're beaten, you are. You know, let me tell you from a coach's standpoint, which I talk about a lot. If you go into a game and you tell your players, you don't have a chance. But if you play your best, you know, maybe you'll be okay. You've already laid the bed for a crushing loss. You know, like I said, there's been times in our in my coaching and in my playing days that, you know, I remember a coach, he laid the bed for a loss because he virtually told us we're going to lose. In the fourth quarter, we had a game. We could have still won the game. But he literally told us we're going to lose this game. And I'm telling you what, if people breathe that into you, guess what's going to happen? Certainly that's going to happen. You know, I just uh, sometimes get dismayed by watching people, not just coaches, but people in life, 
people in the workplace. They want people to succeed, but they beat them down. Folks, we need to lift people up. Lift people up. People can overcome obstacles in life. We have to believe and continue to make good decisions. I believe God wants us to prosper in all things. Third John, you don't hear much out of Third John, but Third John 1, 2 says, Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. John was imploring the listeners to do well, especially... In the light of your soul. There's a great song that sang over the years. And it's really usually sang at funerals. It's called It Is Well. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. You hear that all the time. I sing it because it's easier just to sing than to say it. Have you turned things around? Is it well with your soul? Anything can be accomplished with God's strength. Anything. Nothing is too great for God. And Paul says this in probably most people's favorite verse, Philippians 4.13. It's one of my favorite. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He didn't say I can do some things. I'll do a few things. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Never forget Never forget the power of Almighty God, what He wants to do and what He wants to complete in your life. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, the Apostle Paul says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus. Christ, Christ Jesus, be confident in Christ. If you think you're a failure and you can't overcome obstacles, you won't. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. What do you think in your heart? What is all life all about to you? How are you responding to the needs out there? God is on your side. He is rooting for you. He desires so much for you to make great decisions. Some in this world continue to make poor decisions because they're not strong enough in their heart and mind to resist the situation. Some fall terrible victims of bad situations because they won't say no to what they know in their heart is right. We've all been there. I've certainly been there. He rewards those who truly seek Him. What do you think about when you think about the circumstances of life? Do you ever just take the time and think about the consequences of what you're doing and the result of the bad choice you're making? So many people just live in the moment and let the chips fall as they do and later pay a huge price. I've heard many people talk about that in salvation. Oh, I'll just, you know, I'm die, I'll just take my chances. Take your chances. You're taking your chances with eternity. You're taking your chances that the Word of God isn't true and whatever God said is not true. And and you're taking your chances you're going to live in a devil's hell where you can't get out of and where you're going to be in misery the remainder of your life with unbelievable pain. You want to to watch something to wake you up. Get online and watch the uh, YouTube of uh, 23 Minutes in Hell. That will wake you up. I'm telling you that. But I'm telling you what. People of God, don't play with God. Don't throw dice with God. Believe in Him. Trust in Him. He will see you through. God's not anxious to take all the fun of life away. He's anxious to make life more fun for you because you don't have to worry about tomorrow. You know who you're serving. And He wants you to serve Him the best way you know how. And God will give you courage to stand up. To those that are pushing you around, those that are trying to tell you go out and live like the world, 
God will give you courage if you'll put your trust in him. God will give you courage, power, and wisdom. It's available to each of us. How do you look at God? Do you see him as someone who is impossible to please? Do you see him with a score pad in his hand? Do you see him as a taskmaster? Or do you see him as God of mercy and grace like the Bible speaks of? Do you recognize that he really loves you and he wants you to succeed? Well, folks, he does. He wants you to make it. God will equip you for what he asks you to do. He's not going to leave you high and dry. When my brother Doug felt a call, God calling him into a pastorate, he said, Lord, I don't have the ability to do that. But God laid on his heart that he would take care of him and help him, and he did. And my brother Doug was in ministry for over 40 years and finally recently retired at 71 years old. God equipped Moses. Exodus chapter 3, verse 12, it says, And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you, and that is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on the mountain. There's one thing we must learn and understand and believe, and that is this. God will empower you. He is just looking for people who are willing to be empowered by him and will say yes to his call on their lives. When an obstacle comes, say boldly, if God is for me, who can be against me? Romans 8.31, the Apostle Paul said this. The Apostle Paul said this, why? Because he was going through all sorts of ridicule, stoning, shipwrecked, being bit by poisonous poisonous snakes. The Apostle Paul went through it all. And, it, and not only that, people saying, oh, who are you? You're fraudulent. You, you used to uh, torture the Christians, and you're saying you're a believer now. And, and you know what? It had to be hard for Paul because Paul knew what he had done. Paul knew that he had not lived a Christian life. But when Jesus came into his life, things changed. People of God, when Jesus comes into your life, things change. When you honor God first and foremost in your life, things change. When you stop doing those things that you know are wrong, things change. When you love your neighbor as yourself, things change. When you give to the hungry, when you give to the needy, when you reach out and touch someone's life who needs touched, God blesses. God opens doors. I'm telling you, I've been around a lot of people who give give of themselves. And again, my father, he was a giver. He gave of himself. We had people in our house growing up all the time. People that stopped by the street and maybe not even have a place to stay. My parents would always take them in, always give them a meal. I mean, it was amazing watching them in action. It was amazing watching the love of God. My dad gave when he didn't have anything to give. My mom gave when she didn't have anything to give. They just gave, and God blessed them. God took care of them over the many years of their ministry, many years of their life together. I'm telling you what, I had the most pleasant raising of probably anybody I know. It was amazing. I had, the, I had life at its best, and I'm so thankful that I had parents that said, you know what, son, live for Jesus walk with Jesus, and would pray with me and talk with me and encourage me. 
And I want to encourage you today. God loves you. Have a wonderful day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.